There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Uh, I'm guessing firearms don't work on ghosts, so <laughs> I should put this away. Yeah. Oh, hey. All right, I'll put that away. Um, <laughs> That'll wake you up. I guess I already gave away the direction we're going today. Uh, I thought about this last night, or yesterday, right? Isn't that when I warned you or asked you, Dawn? Yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yeah. And then uh, forgot all about it, and we accidentally, for some reason, on the Jason and Alexis show this morning on my talk, brought up uh, Gettysburg and uh, how that is uh, riddled with ghosts. And, Dawn, I started thinking... Uh, the roommate and I, one time when we were out, we were in Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, for a, a NASCAR race, and we had to go up to Maryland for uh, an AMA dirt bike, a motocross race, and we stopped at a Civil War battlefield along the way. Mm. And I don't remember if it was Chancellorville or what it was, um, but we got out of the car, and it was the most eerie feeling we had ever felt. Didn't know anything about the battle at the time. Just saw signs for a Civil War battlefield. So, you know, let's pull in and look. And it was really creepy. Um, we went about our business in Maryland. Then we decided we're going to spend the day in Washington, D.C. Uh, we were in D.C. for two hours, and we looked at each other and said, let's get the hell out of here. This is so stupid. And we went right to Gettysburg, where I had been before. And if you've never been to Gettysburg, it... You you not you can see it was a three day battle actually started on, on four day let's let's say but three main days of battle and you can actually when you're there you can see where the Union was and where the South was and how the battles played out and it's really detailed and really interesting and fascinating but the whole time you're there there's just this kind of I don't know what the feeling would be heavy somber. Mm. Just this feeling that you're surrounded by, I don't know, death, kind of. And I don't, I don't know how people live there. And then subsequent, uh, why do I always try to use that word when I can't pronounce it? Later on, there we go. Subsequently. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I just started kind of looking into it. And it, yeah, as it turns out, there's a, been a lot of paranormal activity around Gettysburg and around a lot of these battlefields. And uh, I would encourage you, Don, and your team, if you ever possibly can do it, get to a, get to a battlefield. And, and I'm thinking even, um, and there's a number of them around the state, Minnesota, um, uh, where Indian tribes battled each other. Um, and then there was this, what they call, I don't know why it's called this, uh, but it's called the Sioux Uprising, um, where we had uh, uh, some skirmishes in the state. And was John, was that 1863? 
It was, it was yeah. The middle of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yep, during the Lincoln presidency, yep. And I'm guessing even if you got to some of these areas, you might encounter some paranormal activity. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Have you ever done battlefields of mm-hmm. any type? No, it, it's definitely on the list, though. You know, we have our list of places we want to go, and we all... It, the thing is, Gettysburg, there are so many smaller places you can investigate. Right. Um, and also just being outside on the battlefields, you know, people in group tur- tours in, like, the entire group will see soldiers marching across the full-bodied apparitions. Wow. Yeah, wow. it's it's definitely ripe with ghosts for sure. And and I've never seen a full-bodied apparition, so it's not a common thing. Um, wow. My mom has. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this seems like a really naive question. Does it have to be a, it, after dark? Um, no, definitely not. I think that, well, I mean, personally... And with the team I'm on, we investigate at night because there's less contamination noise from cars and just normal everyday life. So that's why we investigate at night. You know, they're there all the time. (laughs) Um, I actually have ancestors who had property near Gettysburg uh, and their their place was used as a hospital. Oh, my gosh. And Mm. the table, the kitchen table that was used as an operating table is now in the Gettysburg Museum. Oh, my gosh. And I'm wondering, I think that farm now is a private farm. I don't know if you'd be allowed there or not, but I'm thinking anywhere that they did um, surgeries and the like. Anytime anything used to be a hospital. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's usually always activity. What... Have you ever figured out what constant, why would a spirit or a ghost or whatever you call, why would they stick around? Why are they there? Um, either they don't know they're dead or, you know, and time is not linear in the astral plane. We don't know what time is like. It could be just a few seconds to them. It could be, oh, it's only been a day and I've just wandered in here. I don't know why I'm dead. Um, it could be that they're afraid to move on because they haven't had the best life. They're afraid they're going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, there's oh. been all kinds of answers we've gotten from, you know, I don't like you. Do you know that you're dead? No. It's like, well, you are, uh, <laughs> you know, conversations that really uh, mm-hmm. when how do I want to can you hear them yourself when you're there with your, for lack of a better term, naked ear? Yes, sometimes mm-hmm. we'll say, did you hear that? And uh, we can hear sometimes audibly them. Usually it's the them saying our names, which is like, I didn't tell you my name. Okay. <laughs> Do I have a big name tag on my soul? <laughs> okay. That is a very, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm at your YouTube site, which mm-hmm. is called Dawn at Dark. It's all one word and it's the word at, so Dawn at Dark. Mm-hmm. And um, you were, there's a bunch of them on there. The one that I'm paused on now, I'm two minutes and six seconds into something you've titled unexpected number of EVPs from a night vision camera. Now, I'm guessing, um, if I remember right, this was a private residence somewhere in Minnesota? It, yeah, it's somewhere in central Minnesota. Okay, yeah. so did you combine this visit with your visit to the Palmer House in Sox Center? Oh, no. That is um, 
No, that's the other direction. Okay, it's kind of more up north. If you're going to go up north, all right. I won't. Yeah, I won't push you on where it's at. No, that's okay. It's actually a haunted town, really. Oh, it has a yeah. It has a. Is it Hinkley? No. Okay, a lot of people died in Hinkley uh, during the fire. Fire. Um, So you're in, um, you've got a stationary camera sitting on a table in what looks like, and Ross, you can add this uh, word to the word that Kenny really, really hates, man cave. Yeah, I don't like it either, but that's what they called it. Oh, my God, I hate that term. Uh, I can't believe you said that. uh, (laughs) There's a, it looks like a refrigerator, a guitar uh, on the wall, a couple of deer mounts, et cetera, et cetera. It looks like, and a big table, and it looks like a place where guys hang out while the Mm -hmm. wives, I don't know what you guys do, if you have pillow fights. No, (laughs) she hangs out in there, too, the the mistress of the home. So you were called by them, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and kind of set it up for me. What what led to this this um, this evening? Okay, so um, they have this is a converted. This is part of their garage. Okay. It's a large garage. Um, this is a corner of it, and then they have an apartment upstairs above this. Okay. Cool. So um, she they they both audibly heard her name. They were sitting together watching football, and in between them, they heard her name. Uh, she also got scratched on the neck, um, and it was bleeding. They what? also have a sign on their window that says bar open and close that they flip around. She saw it flip. What? To open. Oh, um, then there's all kinds of like knocking sounds, footsteps upstairs all the time. Uh, they had a guest staying up there, and she had the bathroom door open, like, more a than j- cracked. Ajar. Yes, with the light there, and um, this isn't anywhere near a window. And as she was about to go to sleep, she opened her eyes and saw a shadow pass in front of that light and block out the light. So, like, a shadow person. Um, and I do then, not like this at and all. And then they have the most adorable golden retriever who would not go up there. It doesn't yeah. want to go up there. Um, is this a new building or an old building? This is a. It is a new home. I'd say really? built within the last. It's beautiful. Um, within the last ten years. Well, I know the answer already. It's built on an Indian imperial <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so That's so, a paranormal joke, folks, is, if you, if you don't. Is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I um, we went out there, and so this camera, the reason why this is in, interesting to us is because our night vision cameras, we don't use them for audio. They're right. just there for us to review, and we all have to sit there and take a camera, you know, the the disc home to watch like six hours of footage and just stare at it to see if we can see anything. Sure. Um, so the audio came from the camera, and that is not normal. Like we record audio on high quality uh, digital recorders. Yeah. And we don't usually hear anything until after the fact. We Did didn't you? hear anything. We did hear a few things at the time, but this is after, as I'm starting to review this camera, I'm just ready to just watch stuff and get real bored for a right. while. I do it in chunks. And I'm like, wait a minute. I just heard like a voice and it's pretty clear. And right. so off of this six hour footage, I got 81 wow. times that the ghost spoke on this camera. Wow. And we're like, what? 
EVPs off of a night vision camera. Strange. Okay. Hold, what does EVP stand uh, for? Electronic voice phenomenon. Okay, so didn't your mics that you use for that pick this up? No. So we'll have a we'll Ooh, have ah. and some of them we they did some of them yes. Uh, but not all of our recorders. That's what makes it interesting. We can have two recorders sitting next to each other, and it'll choose just to speak into one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So most of these were just caught on the camera. So um, hmm. I um, actually, this is one of the ones, and this is not normal with our paranormal team because we're a scientific team, but I've had experiences as of last May where I started to see and hear things, and this was one of the first times what I saw in advance before I went there was confirmed. Okay, let's set that up because uh, we had Ross skip ahead to the 206 mark of the video, but I watched your intro and, and tell us what about the Bobby thing. Okay, yeah. So um, I saw in my head, a, before I went, I'm just at home a couple days before, and I just got, the, I didn't know it was connected to this, but I saw a guy who looks like the BTK killer, uh, you know, just that look. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't yeah. feel evil. He just looks exactly like that. Okay. And so I'm like, okay. And then um, I get the name. I get a bunch of R's, like, you know, Ronnie, Robert, Richard. And then I'm like, no, it's Robert. So then we meet with the family. We do a preliminary investigation, and I, uh, which is, we just go over and talk to him first before we set up. Um, a time where we can come back and I um, so they're telling me all the scary stuff you know the group of us and I said uh, do you know anybody who looks like you know the BTK killer I got this vision and uh, I think his name is Robert and they just their jaws dropped on the floor and they were like we have an uncle Bob that passed away um, and I go well he says he wants to stay there He's here because he just wants to drink. And then I saw him also walking back and forth from the VFW to in like a scene from the VFW, you know, all this stuff. And then walking across the street to another bar. Um, apparently, he was a big drinker. Yeah. An so anyway, enthusiast. Mm -hmm. so they yeah. didn't know <laughs> since it felt so like aggressive. Um, he's just trying to stay, say hi and hang out. And he accidentally, you know, scratched her. Um, so huh. that's, the, he, they were like, yeah. And they showed me a picture of him and I was like, oh my gosh, it's exactly what he looks like. Oh man. Wow. I was so shocked that I had had this vision and it was like a real thing, you know, confirmed to me. So then going in, we kind of know who we could be talking to, but you know, it could be something else or someone else. We actually got a few voices like kids laughing and, um, a, a woman's voice as well. Um, so anyway, we had just, we were just, when I filmed that intro, we were just going in to, uh, talk to them about what I saw. Before we play this, um, I want to assure the people that might be listening to this for the first time, or if you're a GLer and you don't know Don well, uh, I've, I've known you Don for what, three, four or five years, five. maybe five yeah. years. You're not a grifter. Uh, and what, you're not. What is that? You're not a con. 
man, con oh, God, woman. No. You're you're not a shyster. You're not running some long. You're not running a long game here. No, I I don't know <laughs> what I would do with it. Like why? What's you're, the point? <laughs> you're absolutely le- you're legitimate. So when Don says all this stuff, and when I hear her say it, I'm going, oh my God, this is insane. This is crazy. But then I know Don. So I I one hundred percent believe you, Don. Oh I'm yeah, totally on board, and I don't think you have uh, ulterior motives. No, I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I just I think know it, what I know. It takes so. balls to admit what you just said. It really does. Oh, I, I would drink that away, oh. I, or I would find somebody <laughs> with with heroin, and I would yeah. self medicate myself into stupidity. Well, I really before would. Before the end of the podcast, all um, I'm sorry, the cast, as I want to call it, not the yeah. pod, the cast, the cast. The cast. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you about the last vision that I had of someone. Oh, God. I told you like last week, yeah. and I maybe some listeners can help because I don't know how to help this person or okay i mean it's just weird all right um let's go back to the video um now um right away um within a few seconds of hitting play we're going to hear something right don i don't know where you've stopped we're at 206 okay right when you stop with the intro there the camera is set on what looks like a bar and oh, also in the background, you can hear the team talking, right? Yeah, you'll hear us. But then there's a close voice, and that's what you'll be. The close voices are the ones that are right up next to the microphone of this, and that is not us. Okay, and I'm going to ask, probably ask you to pause it then, uh, Ross. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Hit play. Yeah. <laughs> right there. That shh is not us. Okay. That whistle's not us. The whistle. That's what, that's what we're going to find out. No, he didn't go so far. Okay, that was not us. Stop it a second, Ross. Was that the swearing? Yeah, that was the swearing. He said OS. He said give a S. Oh, give an S. Okay. Yeah. Keep going, Ross. <laughs> the yeah is not okay. us. Okay, what was that? that? What I was think that? he says either heresy or mercy. Okay. At, at one point, he, we've identified it as a he. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, Bobby um, says somebody's name, right? Doesn't he say Thomas? Yeah, he's, that's someone on our team, yep. How soon is that coming up, do you know? Oh, I don't know. I should be watching along. I've seen this so many times because I edited. This is over like a six-hour period of time that I edited together. Okay. And if you watch the video on my YouTube channel, I actually have – usually we don't like to tell people what it is saying. We want you to f- discover it for yourself. But I just think it's helpful. Yeah. So if you hear something else, where I just want to point out where the words are. So I have subtitles of where the EVPs are. Okay, let's let's play another minute or so, uh, Ross. that something it's breathing oh so at the time 
So at the time, oh. pause it, Ross. I saw him in the. I felt him in the corner, the far corner of the garage, and I said, "You're in the corner over there. I'm coming over there." And then it was the, this nervous, like, <sighs> really, weird, like breathing, wow. like I'm scared. And I just really? walk right over there. I'm like, "You're ha- hiding behind this camera. I'm approaching it." So that's that weird breathing. And I'm going to back hmm. up just a few seconds sure. before I hit play, so you'll rehear a little bit of what we just heard. But it looks like the uh, spirit, if I can call him that, says yeah. hello. So I want to make sure yeah, that sure, people yeah. get that. Uh-huh. So the second part, that's the major hello is one of our team members. But the hello. I got one. Whoa, I do. I have one, actually. My that's where he says Thomas. Okay, and that's that's who was talking there. I recognize yeah. his voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you guys need to stop the hijinks. I don't want to hear you guys. I want to hear only. <laughs> well, we don't know. We're just setting up. This isn't like these are times in between sessions. Oh, so this we do like a session, like an EVP session, where we ask questions and then we. Um, you know, this oh. is just, we don't know that it's yeah. this stuff this is happening. Is, this is like when Reavers is recording us when we're off the air. John. Right. You don't know <laughs> that you're getting voices until you're watching the tape at home. I always tell oh. people the yeah. scariest part you, of doing paranormal investigations is when you're at home listening to your recorder. So or, you guys are just talking amongst yourselves, yeah, right? Yeah, and we, then you, you don't do. know the ghosts. No, or no, no. No, they're laughing yeah. at us. They're like, every time I cussed, which they're, you can't, it's unintelligible, but we said the F word, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> he likes that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we all yeah. love dirty talking yeah, women. Yeah. Anytime yeah. A, woman, a woman gets sassy. Um, <laughs> the, one, the one thing that was concerning, and it's towards the end, I, I, I'm not toward the end i'm not sure where it is but um there's an i love you and then three words that i don't know what he's saying and then the one that scares me the most which it's like whatever uh we say let's go upstairs and it's pretty clear that he says make them fall yeah and i'm like well who are you talking to is there someone else there which i think that there was a woman there also and maybe some Thing or someone else, as far as spirit-wise. Okay. You know? So, so um, we've talked to that family just a couple of days ago. Yeah. We did a clearing, which means go, you know, basically... Please We're leave. asking you, yes, we have a team member who is part Native American, actually has contact with this tribe. You know, it is, you know, he has abilities to ask things to move on. He brings his ancestors in, and he does a ritual and so they have had zero activity since we've been there and asked Bobby to move mm. on. We also bought, brought the spirit of um, uh, the husband had his sister die very young, like in a car accident when she was 16. He wondered if she was there. I think she was there. I felt her presence. So he asked her to come and lead Bobby away and out so he could move on. And so they've had no activity since then. Where do you suppose they go? Do they go to their next stage, or do they just go bother somebody else, or do they just roam aimlessly? No, I think that they're going to a place, whatever you believe, a place of peace where they're supposed to be beyond this earth plane. 
I think you're saying that to appease me, and you re- you know what the answer is, and I'm not ready for it. <laughs> well, you know, I think that all these ghosts were people at one point, most of them, um, and they, a lot of them are afraid to move on. This guy had a checkered past. He didn't always do the right thing. I won't get into it, but I think that he was a little bit afraid. He wanted to stay and drink, too. And um, so at the end of the video, I offer him a beer, and he says no. Oh. It's like a very huh. ghostly type of a moaning, no. No's better. Yeah. Definitely um, for him. If it's a recent build, how do you suppose they ended up there? Well, he's a recent guy. He just died, like, you know, five years oh, ago. so the home was there before he passed. Yeah. Okay, I got you. All right. Yeah, and you know he's he just like I said died recent. I mean within the last ten five to ten years, so he knew knew the place. He knew them. They were you know it was their uncle. It was the the right. husband's uncle. Would would could it, then a spirit or ghost or whatever just follow the people if that makes sense mm-hmm, say, yes. say the house house hadn't been built but those people oh, then built sure. the house could he have just showed up and mm-hmm. said hey yeah I'm here for the weekend come on yeah uh okay. definitely follows people people can be followed from they think oh my gosh i have a haunted house i'm gonna move and then it's like yeah. well guess what <laughs> that one wanted to stick around and move with you what do you make, uh, and I, I have a feeling we've already talked about this, uh, maybe not uh, on the cast, maybe it was off the air, of uh, this phenomenon where they can show up with clothes. Yeah. Like if you acquire a piece of clothing from the recently de- deceased. Oh, you mean like it's attached to a piece of clothing like that you get at a flea market or Goodwill? Yeah, or if you have an ancestor that passed away and say you own, you have that piece of clothing mm-hmm. that that person was wearing when they passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely something that happens. You know, why you sound specific. I think I need to talk to you off the air. Okay. Uh, about this, but um, I don't know. I think maybe I should invite you up. Um, I would love to investigate. But. I'm not at a place mentally yet where I can talk about this uh, in front of people. Oh, and, yeah. and as a matter of fact, nobody at work really knows uh, um, about this. But some really interesting things have uh, have happened. Have you ever had any anything like this, John? Un- unexplained stuff? Not really. The only thing, and I told you guys this before, you know, the number four thing keeps popping up. Yeah. Which was what my dad said after he got dementia. That's the only uh, word he could say. That's, that's uh, got to be that's real. Right. That's got to be yeah. a, a real thing. It, it is to me. I, I don't know. And, uh, you know, to myself, I think, well, maybe it's a coincidence because sometimes, especially I see it on clocks all the time or on my phone, mm-hmm. and sometimes you think, well, your brain knows what what time it really is and i just happen to look at 444 444 yeah but it happens you know 10 times a week which to me is seems a little that's that's more than normal john yeah so it's just your dad saying hi or apologizing to you for being a dink when you when he was alive (laughs) yeah and my that's what my my wife uh i always she laughs i say uh, oh look hey how you doing dad you know and she'll kind of chuckle and you know she probably thinks i'm nuts but you know Look at it this way. It's 16 before 5 instead of 44 after 4. 
Classic uh, FM DJ Kenny yeah, Olsen, right? Cool. Yeah, uh-huh. I like to give both versions of the time. Uh-huh. Um, Dawn, what did you find at the Palmer House in Sox Center? I've driven by this joint oh, you have? five million times oh. in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Sox Center is like uh, 30 minutes from me, maybe a little more. Um, and, and I never... How did that end up haunted? Oh my gosh, that is so haunted. Uh, I Why? I know the owner. Well, it's super old. It's a historic site. Yeah. It actually burned down. Right. And I think 1900. Um, yeah, yeah, right around then, mm-hmm. or 02 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, well, you have several spirits hanging out there. Um, you have a couple of spirits that hang out in certain rooms. You have uh, Upton Sinclair wrote books there. Yeah. Um, you have uh, something in the basement that it was very negative for a while, but I think they cleared it out. There's a show called um, The Dead Files. And, oh, my gosh, this oh, woman on there is it's a really interesting show because she is super, super, super psychic. Her name is Amy. And then there's a cop who's like an old New York cop. And so he is a pro, investigates the location. Steve DeShevii? DeShevii? Yes. And uh, so she is brought in and she, like, they will fly her into a location. She only knows that she's going, obviously you're going to know what kind of plane you're on. You're going to Minneapolis. But then the minute they get her from the airport... No matter where she's going, they blindfold her, put her in a car, and drive her somewhere. She has no really? idea where she's going. So they just unblindfold her. She walks into the place. They cover up everything that would say Palmer House Right. in this instance. Yeah. They spend like two weeks covering up anything in there that would indicate where she is, photos of people, anything. It's, it's, yeah. I've talked to the owner, Kelly, about this. Yeah. Uh, and so... She comes in, and then she just tells you what she sees, and it's really, really crazy stuff. Um, she sees people. She feels things. She's got a very expressive face. Um, and then so she will give what she sees, and then they will do a part where they will interview the people who work there and have stayed there and the owner, and they'll tell you what they see. And then the cop will invest. That's the cop's part. will investigate. And then at the end, they bring them together. Amy never talks to the cop in right. advance. Right. They bring them together and reveal what they know. She will have a sketch artist sketch what she saw, and then the people that live there or, and the cop will give a history of like murders that have happened there, or you know, an accident that happened on the street, or a battle. And then she will. She does still doesn't know where she is. Huh. Hmm. And she's amazing. So she. They actually went to the Palmer House. I would definitely check that out. I think it's on Discovery Plus, uh, The Dead Files. Yeah. Um, I uh, tra- think- no, Travel Channel, according to my info. Okay. Um, and I think that that you can find on the Discovery Plus app. You, you can, yep. Yeah, it's yep. all And on, according to what I'm seeing, Hulu. Okay. Just look Which, for the Palmer House episode. I, yeah. Uh, I should, uh, and Dawn, I, I'm sorry, Kenny's quite used to this, and, and the reason I have the name Mr. FYI, I, you, I think you're thinking of Sinclair Lewis. Yeah, Sinclair. Oh, Sinclair. Sinclair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what you know did what? I say? Upton Sinclair wrote you The Jungle. Up, oh, my God. Yes, well, I love exactly. that book, so I, yeah, Sinclair Lewis, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Elmer Gantry was drunk. Yeah. No, he was a great author. Sorry. Great, great author. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, I really, so one of our team members is actually works there. Oh, the Palmer House. Oh, really? She goes up. She just loves the Palmer House so much. 
she's very passionate about it and she works and just cleans and helps out like you know she'll go up there a couple times a month and um so we have an in with them yeah and we do events there occasionally oh you do mm-hmm. uh and we'll she lets us go anywhere she's i've talked to her for you know hours about this she was so compelled to buy this place and she's dumped so much money in it to repair it Right. They have a hard time keeping open. So if you ever find hmm. yourself in Sock Center, if you ever want to do a little day trip, please go stay at the Palmer House. Just because I want her to succeed. And there's a restaurant in there too, right? Oh, yeah. It's great food. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. We've seen and heard all kinds of things. Um, And you didn't ask them to leave, right? No. So they're not really doing harm or scaring we, yeah. the ass out of people. We don't clear things unless we have permission and people want us to do it. That's usually private residences. For places that are public, it could be a part of their business. You don't want to clear them out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. You know, also, they want to stay there. These are like former housekeepers. Right. You know, some of them are people that stayed, people that had troubled lives. Right. You know. Um, this Moundsville Penitentiary in West Virginia, uh, this is something really easy to research. People can look this up. There's a lot, of course, a Wikipedia page and a lot of other information. Um, and you, you've been there a number of times? Mm, Yes, three times. Would you, have you ever been able to categorize or figure out who exactly the spirits are that are haunting that? Is it all? Mm Mm-hmm. It's all inmate. Is it people that um, were executed there? Yes, and people and, uh, that were mostly also... killed by other prisoners. Okay, that was my mm-hmm. second question. Yeah, yeah. There was a huge riot there also in right. 1985, where yep. they actually held guards hostage. Yeah, and they demanded all of these things, uh, and the governor gave it to them. Yeah, it's like we're gonna. They had hmm. twelve. They like said for every demand there's a person involved so if you don't give us that we're going to kill this guy so uh, and i know we've probably talked about this before but if you're like i'm five foot nine and in theory if i stretch my arms out as wide as i can like uh, that realtor guy that 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 will that will amount to five about five nine right your arms are as wide as you are tall yeah these cells were five by seven. Right. Ooh. So you could literally touch both walls, and then they had three prisoners each in these. They were designed for one prisoner, but then they put in a bunk, and then they threw in a mattress, and one slob would have to lay on the uh, On the mat- floor, right under right. his head under the toilet. Right. He's the low guy on the totem pole. <laughs> right. Um, so that's why uh, it, this was a notoriously bad, awful prison. Oh, yeah. Super Built- overcrowded. It was shut down because of inhumane reasons right. in 1995. And- Built right in, uh, or did the neighborhood go up around it, or was it built in the neighborhood? It was built, um, let's see, I think it was 1878 is whenever it opened, so it was under construction. Yes, and it's so strange, because when you look at pictures of it, it's this huge Gothic-style behemoth of a thing. Yeah, 1876, Don. A 76, yeah. yeah. Uh, And right across the street are homes. Right. And it is in Moundsville, West Virginia. And the reason why it's Moundsville is because there's a, across the street is an enormous, huge burial mound. And when I say big, I mean there's a museum next to it. They've actually, you know, 
gone inside of it. They know that it's two chiefs buried well, on top tell, of each other. Tell that story about how they know. They Be- because in the eighteen uh, hundreds. Oh yeah, when they were, uh, when they were um, well, they knew it. It was an Indian burial mound. But then, as they were doing construction on the prison, they found artifacts, bones. There were. This was truly an Indian burial ground. But they tunneled into this thing. Oh, yeah, they tunneled. Yeah, the mound. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. Wow. It's, I wouldn't have wanted to be that person. They didn't care. They didn't care back then. But, but these Indian burial mounds go back to, like, before the dawn of Christianity. Oh, yeah. They're, like, 2,000 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to just build a prison on top of... Because everybody... There's the concept that... Bodies are always buried around the chief, so it goes out and spreads out. And when I say this is across the street, it's directly across the street. Right. Um, It's very strange to see houses on this huge mound um, that you can go up the side of it and stand on top of it. That's where all of the aerial views or the big views down at the prison, that's from the top of the mound. So, uh, yeah, so they just built the prison. They didn't care. They're like, oh, another body and some more bones, you know, and then they just kept kept built the prisoners built the prison. Uh, You're not in in these days, of course, uh, if you if there's mounds on your property and there's trees growing in them, you're not even allowed to cut the trees down or clear the brush. You shouldn't. Yeah. No. Uh, Have we missed anything? We didn't talk about. The Lemp Mansion. Oh, man. And John and I did a lot of research on <laughs> yeah, the Lemp. Yeah, I just visited the Lemp Mansion. This is you going on vacation. No, it was uh, yeah. going uh, for a wedding uh-huh. and combining a, uh, a a ghost hunting trip along yeah. the way. How uh, romantic. Yeah, my boyfriend said, can we go on a vacation that isn't a haunted vacation? <laughs> so, wanna, it, yeah. This this is a screenplay waiting to happen, Don. Oh, oh the Lemp family, yeah. They're, oh my God! I mean, all the suicides. They and were screwed up. <laughs> they were very, very troubled. The original Lemp came from Germany, right? Yes. Uh, Adam, yeah, Johann Adam Lemp, born 1798 in the. Uh, I'm just going to say Germany. <laughs> yeah. Uh, became a naturalized citizen in 1841. Arrived in the states uh, here in 1836. Settled in St. Louis in 38. And uh, started a grocery store, and, and the story builds from there. Um, but wow, what a mess! And what did you disc- <laughs> when you were there? Did mm-hmm. you spend the night? Yeah. And anything interesting? Yeah, um, I don't have that video up yet, uh, but we stayed in the room of basically the the son of that guy. So that Lemp, it's this is the second. So William William, J- mm-hmm. William J. Lemp, yeah, yep, he, William's he was, room. Okay. So these are beautiful. Oh my gosh, this place! It's right across the street from the Anheuser Busch. Right. The, uh, yeah, they plant. were bre- they were brewers. Yeah. So down the street is the Lemp Brewery, which made Falstaff beer and um, some others I can't remember. But they were there before Anheuser Busch. Right. They were the king of beers. They brought you know that whole type of brewing to the United States and to St. Louis. Yep. So, but then they just, because of mismanagement of just, um, I mean, didn't know how to manage their money, didn't know how to, uh, you know, stay alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of troubled, you know, 
that's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> well, but, I mean, you know, there were quite a few deaths by suicide in this place that I stayed, in, yeah. including the man that I mentioned. Uh, yeah. He did not do it in that room. That's a different room. But um, so there's also basically what this was, the room I stayed in was the nursery. So they had like the kids stayed in one side and then it was the office on the other side. Okay. And then it turned into a bedroom for the wife who got sick and died in the room. In there. Yeah. So I got the most, first of all, the one thing I will say is that we had to rule out a lot of the things we got because there's so much EMF that's just, you know, basically electricity. That's uh, These are old places that have leaking sure. EMF. So sure. that's just what contractors will go through, yep. uh, electromagnetic fields coming from, you know, it could be leaking off your own right. electrical box at home. And yep. when you have high EMF, that will um, cause you to hallucinate. It'll cause you to um, get very sick, be angry. It's just not good for you. Oh, interesting. So our meters that measure EMF, we go through a whole house and we see where the hot spots are and, you know, we avoid those places. It would be best if we could just turn off the electricity completely. Right. But, you you know, homes have refrigerators and <laughs> you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so this had right underneath our room was a ballroom where they were doing a murder mystery. And there were two, we went downstairs and looked, there were two big chandeliers right below us. Yeah. In each room. And so our equipment, that expensive tripwire that I had, it would go off right. It would light up right there because there's EMF coming up through the floor. Sure. So, but we did do some stuff where I, I actually did a different type of investigating this time. I actually got a book from downstairs in the gift shop that talks all about, it's it's about the Lemp family. So we put up our our things up high so they wouldn't catch so much EMF. And I asked questions and uh, I'm like, are there any kids here? Boy, that just lit up like crazy. So then oh. I would read from the book about the family and they would go off according oh. to things that I said. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was the spirit of the kids that were in there. Um, wow. And they re- were reacting to their talking about their parents. You have this on camera? Yes, I just haven't oh, edited good, it yet because it good. takes me quite a while to go through oh, all the footage. Oh, this and is edit. something to look forward to. Yeah, so maybe next month. <laughs> it takes me like a month to edit things. I just learned how to do that last year. So, well, and it's a lot of footage. Uh, well, when it's done, let us know so I we will. can spend some time talking about it. Is there anything else you want to get in? Um, no. If you have any, if your house is haunted, you know, if you think that your house is haunted we don't charge anything you know how it's, do they get a hold of you uh, what's Twin your City? personal cell phone number? <laughs> <laughs> home address social security number two please um so we are twin cities paranormal society you can find us on facebook the best way is to go to our website and send us an email though which is um oh gosh tcpsmn.org we had Twin Cities Paranormal Society, but that was a porn site, and I think it still is. Ooh. It got oh. ta- taken over, so maybe don't go there unless you want to. Paranormal porn? Uh, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I've never checked it out, but it's tcpsmn.org. And then you can click on there, and it'll say send us an email if you're having some issues, and you know we'll call you and, um, and talk to you. Um, 
If you're on any substances or if you like to smoke pot a lot and see things, we're probably going to pick that up if we come to interview you. <laughs> and we usually just do a clearing. Okay. Like sometimes we go in and it's like there's a bong right there. Yeah. How can I trust that you're just not high? Right. <laughs> or, or So clean up your act, people. <laughs> <laughs> My question know. would be. It's are, like are, we just kind of go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You are, are you eating shrooms? Are you putting shrooms on the salad? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, we get all tripping? kinds of types. What, yeah. What are you doing? Here? We get, and honestly, just to, you know, people that think that everything is demonic, it's not. Like that is not, no. That's very, very rare that something would be demonic. So if you're encountering these things, I think what you're saying is you don't really have to be afraid. Most of the time, no. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. You always have the power to, you know, if you're scared, just put, imagine a bubble of white light around you and just know that nothing can get past that barrier because you set the rules. Yeah, that probably wouldn't work in my case. you got to believe in it, Kenny. Uh, yeah, that's my problem. Well, that sounds great, but you also told us earlier on in this cast that one of the ghosts <laughs> scratched the neck of somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, but she, she wasn't gave... protecting herself. She was just scared. Yeah, I, I buy that explanation. Yeah. I, I think I do. Mm-hmm. If you tell me to, I will. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this has been really, really fascinating for me. Uh, and I, I just want to thank John Height of uh, Garage Logic and Don McLean of uh, My Talk. Uh, this was really fun, and thank you. And uh, please join us again sh- soon. Thanks for listening to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.